Yo, 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 what's up, everybody? So today is um, March 31st. It's about 3.30 in the afternoon on a Thursday afternoon here in beautiful Southern California. Coming at you live. You know what time it is. Uh, We're going to get another podcast in right here. And, um, you know, we've got some stuff to talk about. Uh, If you don't follow me on Twitter or Instagram, feel free to follow me over there. That's where I'm at. Fuck the TikTok. Fuck the TikTok. I don't understand it. And maybe I'm just... But you know what? I'm kind of getting over social media. And I think that's kind of a movement. Uh, Getting over social media. You know. I think people are just sick of the shit. It's the same shit on all fucking six apps. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, TikTok... Pinterest and YouTube, they talk about the same shit. So let's talk about the slap. Let's start, let's start off here. Let's talk about the slap heard around the world. And my thoughts of it. <clears throat> I don't got much thoughts of it. Uh, Chris Rock versus Will Smith. Um, I think Will Smith is the biggest, bigger actor. But I mean, Will Smith's career is far from glamorous. Other than Bad Boys and Independence Day... Made the Fresh Prince. I Robot. I mean, I don't know. Was that I Robot? That movie was okay. I mean, there's, but he was also in several flops. So the pursuit. But Will Smith is the bigger actor. He's got the best acting career, better acting career. Uh, but Will Smith is out of pocket for what he did. Don't kid you wrong. I mean, you you probably if you haven't seen the memes flying around. Uh, I don't think Will Smith had it in to slap Tupac or the other guy that Jada was fucking or whoever else was, you know, being she was fucking. And we don't know the extent of it. We don't know the extent of how many people Jada cheated on Will Smith with. Granted, it might not be that many, but it's still there. I mean, but Will Smith did not come with that same exact energy when it came to that shit. Uh, as a matter of fact, he took it on the chin. And I actually think that's why he fucking did what he did. And that's why I kind of feel like he's out of pocket. Like, and when I mean he's out of pocket, I mean, he he didn't need to do that. The joke wasn't even that bad, to be honest with you. Let's just face it. Jada Pinkett doesn't have any hair. Now... Granted, it might be something personal. I mean, she could have been going through cancer. I don't know. You know, but the hair loss is the hair loss. I mean, uh, here's what I'm, here's what, here's my take on it. And I know everybody's sick of the takes on it. But the comedian's host is to sit there and roast motherfuckers. That's their job. Because nobody else is fucking watching it for literally anything else. I mean, I also think it's a little bit of a... Uh, I think it was kind of not scripted, but I think they knew that was, that was going to happen. I kind of feel like <clears throat> Will Smith and Chris Rock are in on it. And I think that everybody's talking about the Oscars slap. The only ones who gain from it are the Oscars. It, look, it looked fake as hell. Like, Will Smith's walk up there and then the eventual slap. I mean, it just looked like... That's what it, I don't. Maybe they they had to sign some NDA, uh, you know, documentations, some non non disclosure affidavits, whatever they're fucking called. But I think it was a little staged because I mean the joke wasn't that bad. It was just a glance over. Um, and to me, it wasn't that bad. It, like he didn't lean into. I mean, he could have really leaned into fucking. Jaden Will Smith and I mean but you know it's what it is um you know and then Will Smith saying keep my name out your fucking mouth or keep my wife's name out your fucking mouth you know really loud and, you know it's kind of a shock moment but again did he have that energy when fucking Tupac was over there banging the shit out of knocking the Sonic coins fucking out of her fucking body and 
the other guy, I mean, I don't know if his name is August, but when he was over there fucking giving her the pipe, I mean, did he have that energy? Did he have that fucking same exact thing? Uh, doubtful. Beyond doubtful. Not only beyond doubtful, but... I mean, it's just literally like... I, I think Will Smith kind of seen Chris Rock as easy pickings. He's not at the he's not at the level of these other cats. And not at that level, but I mean... Chris Rock is a kind of a happy-go-lucky guy. He seems kind of fun to be around. And I think just Will Smith sees the opportunity to just fucking... Take... I think he took advantage of Chris Rock. If the if it wasn't staged, he took advantage, and Will Smith's in the fucking in the in the wrong here. I don't think Chris Rock is really in the wrong. Um, I've watched that fucking slap probably like seven or eight times. I didn't really, I don't really care because I mean, it's if they would have gotten into a brawl on stage. I would have been like, whoa, that would have been that was crazy. But it was just a smack. Uh, the fact that Chris Rock didn't even move when it happened, I mean, he knew Will Smith was running up on him. So that's what that kind of lends into the fucking fact that, um, you know, I think he knew that was going to happen. So, but if I was Chris Rock, you know, you're going to take it on the chin right now, you know, on the, on just on face value, you can take it on the chin, but. I mean, he could literally flay and flame all of Will Smith's fucking entire life and family. I mean, that's to me, that's why this this doesn't make any sense for Will Smith. Will Smith should have just kept quiet. He should have called Chris Rock, because I'm sure they're, they're buddies. Should have called him and been like, hey, man, what the fuck is your problem? Why did you say all that shit on, you know, it's not cool, don't do it again, you know. But I just kind of feel like it's just, it was, you know, it was in the moment, but whatever. Um, now the fact that the slap didn't fucking topple Chris Rock kind of means to me just kind of you know how hard was he slapping him and then on top of that then he won the Oscar later you know and that was that was great publicity for the Oscars when everybody's talking about the Oscar slap and just the Oscars in general, and I just kind of feel like, well, okay, like, I, I, I have long, it's been a number of years now, it's probably been like 10, 15 years, maybe it's because I'm an old head, but I haven't watched the MTV Music Awards, I haven't really watched the Oscars, because Oscars on some bullshit too, it's not, they're not as good as you think, I don't watch the fucking SAG Awards, or the fucking... The I don't watch the Grammys. I, I I literally don't. I won't watch the Grammys. I don't watch the Nickelodeon one anymore. Uh, because they've got they all got fucking stupid. They're all they're actually all stupid. Come the comedian that the comedians that are there, the level of them kind of went down, and you know, just kind of it kind of sucks, man. Like I just kind of feel like. It's not what they used to be. In the movies, the movies of the year, the pictures of the year, and really not in line with what is what is the fan favorites. And I get it. Marvel movies would have dominated the, the Oscars the last fucking twenty years. But in reality, the good, the best movies that do come out are nowhere near as enjoyable to watch as you know. Some of them are. Like uh, a favorite of my movie, there uh, there will be blood is a phenomenal movie, and No Country for Old Men, it's another phenomenal movie. I don't think those won Oscars though. Maybe there will be blood did, but you know, Revenant, the one with Leonardo DiCaprio, was not a great movie. Nobody really watches it or talks about it anymore. As a matter of fact, I'm the only one who's thinking about it. Um. Uh, the Million Dollar Slumdog or the Slumdog Millionaire whatever I mean that movie just kind of went back to the fucking I mean not, nobody even fucking watches that movie not you couldn't even actually get me to watch it now if you're gonna watch the best the picture of the year on the Oscars I probably wouldn't watch 90% of them because they suck because the movies are fucking terrible I don't give a fuck how good the movie they say it is Sometimes the actors of the year, but I'm not sure if that's Oscars too. But 
sometimes not even that's even they're watching their performance and just what it is I mean so the slap heard around the world made waves and I think it kind of brought the and now the Oscars are must watch TV next year because you don't just don't know but they but I can guarantee you the Oscars are not going to have that scenario come up twice they're gonna, you're going to get a low a low key toned down uh, comedian, which is, which is actually going to do it a disservice because people are going to watch it, and if it's not going to, you're not going to get a slap or some crazy moment. You at least want the comedy to be good, and it's going to be dumbed down because they're going to be like, "Well, we don't want these kind of jokes, no offensive jokes, you know, don't go off script," and it's going to be bland on top of boring. And the Oscars will be back in the same rut that they've been in for fucking however long they've been in. Um, the Academy Awards, or I don't know if the Academy is the ones who do the Oscars. I'm not sure. I think they're two different things, but you know, it's just what it is. Um, but moving on from that, let's see. Oh, I fucking what was I gonna talk about? We're gonna talk about Moon Knight. I don't know if we're moving there just yet. We talked about the slap heard around the world, but um, oh, okay. I wanted to talk about. My, I've been, I don't know why over the last couple of months, YouTube has really provided me with some great content. Um, because I could watch pretty quickly. But I've been watching a lot about Chernobyl and the fucking nuclear disaster that took place in, um, in Ukraine, in Pripyat or whatever it is. Uh, you can go on YouTube and just look up Chernobyl documentaries and, Man, that shit is mind-boggling. It's so fucking wild. Like, I don't know, like, you guys don't know. But that shit's fucking wild, man. There, I mean, I've like I've watched probably like 30 different angles on it now. In the last couple of months. No, maybe not there. Maybe about a dozen different angles. From the political angle where, you know, Russia did not want this to come out. They kept it quiet for fucking like a week or two. Uh, the blacked out media and as a matter of fact nobody even knew that was happening upside, aside from the people in Pripyat as a matter of fact the residents even there didn't even know what was going on and they just radiated the fuck out of that part of the world like you know and then Sweden was the first to fucking notice that there was a cloud of fucking Radiation fucking flying over their fucking country and radiated fucking France. And France denied that there was any radiation, which is kind of odd. Uh, but it all went all the way to fucking England and it fucking. I mean, Europe as a whole was just fucking fucked for a moment there. And, and granted, I mean, I'm not a radiologist or I don't even know a nuclear scientist, a fission scientist, a fucking. But I do know, I mean, this is just common knowledge. You can't see chemicals in a, in a, you know, the human body is only made to withstand so much. And it's just fucking, it's insane. Radiate, nuclear energy and radiation is insane. Uh, they declare that radiation is the safest shit, but it, you know what? If there's a gas spill... The only thing that fucks up a lot is really, like, if it catches fire and burns a lot of shit. Or, you know, if you fucking drink it randomly, but the, the odds are low. Even if you drink it, I don't think it'd kill you. you more so as you induce vomiting and be fucked up for a little bit. Um, and when I'm talking gas, I'm talking, like, methane gas and, and the gasoline, oil, oil energies. Um... But it's just so fucking weird, like... <clears throat> gas is just... <clears throat> it's not that crazy. And then it explodes, but it doesn't do the the total damage that fucking radiation does. Radiation, you can't even be around it. Because of rungeons or, or retinins or whatever they're called. Like... It's fucking bad. It's just bad. Radiation is crazy. Um, and once it's on you, you're fucking, you're done. You're toast. 
you know, in watching Chernobyl and finding out about, you know, I never really watched it in depth, but now that I watched it in depth, you know, the two main dudes, the three main dudes, the Kotoru, it's so crazy because I kind of feel like, I don't know what was the trigger, you know, for pushing the machine to the limits. You fucking know. It's so... It, it really fucking trips me out. Because you know. It's like you yourself as a person. You know. You've been taught. Don't drink the bleach. You know. Don't inhale the fumes of fucking shit. You know, you're taught these kind of things. And he's a fucking scientist. A nuclear scientist. Do not play around. With nuclear... And even though... I know there was a test. I know... They were trying to figure it out. To see if... The shit... That they had actually practiced on paper... Could possibly... Do... What it was supposed to do in reality. In in a real world application. But you just do not play with that kind of shit. Like I don't know how you test... Certain things. Maybe that was a test... <clears throat> you know, to to try out the possibility that if and, and basically what happens is, and I'm not going to get into the minute details, but if for some reason the electrical grid that exists that actually gives the the nuclear reactors the the initial oomph power to spin the turbines that pump the water. If that's cut off, it takes roughly one minute for the diesel generators to kick on and pump water to maximum pressure or to the pre- to a sustainable pressure. It takes one minute. So what they were doing, they were going to draw back the power of the reactor and then let and draw it back to like a uh, like a cutoff level and then kick on the diesel generators and see if the reactor would hold you know but there was a million things that went went wrong in the beginning of the day I guess they they used a lot of power on that fucking core and it just essentially was like kind of had been working so to draw it down from such a high peak to to like a, a nominal Level usage would have taken like days or something. I don't know, because you got to kind of go. You got to go about these things kind of slow. Um, and then the second thing was they went way too low on the power, and they were supposed to pull out in order to. Um, you know. In order to kick re kick started, they pulled out more of the the cores, which let the fucking the things in there fucking bounce around like crazy. The fucking little neutrons or whatever, whatever it is. And they pulled out more of the rods, you know. And then that lastly, the the diesel generators just were not that system. And that, and actually, if you watch the Fukushima uh, disaster in in Japan, that they had a similar issues with the diesel generators. However, the diesel generators were knocked out by the tsunami. And that's what actually caused a little bit of the meltdowns over there. Not necessarily the fact that they were running any tests or the diesel generators should have been operational. I think they were operational for about an hour. But then the tsunami hit and knocked those out. And that's when all hell broke loose in Fukushima, which we might talk about in a little bit. But the diesel generators didn't kick on. The steam that was building up in the fucking... Building a pressure in that in Chernobyl, and then they tried to put back the fucking rods, which actually created more pressure. And then it just fucking, and then if you know what happened, all it just fucking popped. And to me, the craziest thing is those guys were in the control room. I mean, the control room is not far from the reactor core. It's crazy because they heard both explosions. Now they got it radiated as fuck. 
Um, but they didn't get because there's so much concrete and so much stuff in the way. They didn't get like a direct dosage. Actually, nobody got a direct dosage immediately. I don't think from the from the actors. I think people died, but that was from shit exploding on them, like the concrete walls. So two people died and were dead on the scene initially, which is which is crazy because you would assume everybody would have fucking died. But the real, the real terror wasn't the explosion. The real terror of the situation, the real mind-boggling thing is they didn't know how to shut. They didn't know how to fucking... Uh, there is no protocol for that kind of a, an explosion. When that happens, a meltdown, there's just nothing that can be done. Um, aside from... Firefighters have to go there and fucking battle the flame. Firefighters did show up at like one, and it's crazy that all this was going on in the middle of the night. It goes to show—I mean, it goes to show you how shady shit is. But if you believe the reports that are out there and just watching the videos, when that shit popped a fucking crazy blue glow, essentially it was a—it was a nuclear bomb that went off. And it's and it's even wilder that they seen this happening in the control room. The moment they fucking try to pull out the things, the, the power jumped from like thirty kilowatts to like three hundred. To then it just fucking was doubling and and like at per seconds, like this shit just fucking it just went crazy. Um, but it must have been a sight to see. I mean, what would it have been like? To travel back to that time At a safe distance I mean I don't even know if there's a safe distance Maybe like Maybe like 20 15, 20, 30 miles from it Watch that shit pop With a camera That's what you really want to fucking see Is that shit pop With the camera on it You know And just fucking be like You know and then just watch it over and over That shit's crazy because explosions happen all the time, and that shit is even crazier when they do happen at like firework uh, factories and like TNT companies. And then it looks like a complete bomb goes off, and it's so it's so crazy just wa- just watching the aftermath of Chernobyl because what looks like a house being demolished is in fact a fucking solid steel concrete. You know, structure that just blown to bits. It's not, you know, the the lid of the fucking Chernobyl is insanely huge. The rods are huge and they're fucking heavy and they're just thrown about a strew. And the and the whole other thing, the the crazy thing besides all of that is radiation just fucking flung out everywhere. I mean. And as the firefighters pulled up to battle to shut the flame off, you know, they were battling it, they were just dropping down sick because they were getting dosing they were getting dosed of radiation. I mean there was no fucking I don't yeah, I mean I don't know. They say like twenty firefighters eventually died from there. Uh I think fucking it was a lot more than that. Um you're never gonna see you're never gonna get the exact toll number. And I think Russia does know exactly how many people eventually got sick of cancer and died from that shit? But it was not. They're trying to say like a couple thousand people died. I think it's probably into like the hundreds of thousands. You know. And then you know their their tactic was you know watching their response to what happened was the guy back in Moscow or the Kremlin got the message at like five in the morning like fire. Chernobyl and like assistance or something he had no idea that a meltdown or nuclear explosion occurred and it's not I don't even know if it's a nuclear explosion more so as it just fucking the radiation explosion Xenon 135 I think is the main culprit of it but essentially it gets so fucking hot in there and that's crazy when you start thinking about Radiation, like radiation, is hot. It's reaching thousands of degrees hot. 
Like he, I don't. That's a, that's just so crazy because he, I don't even know how those fucking people were able to just stand even there with it being thousands of degrees. Now, granted, there's a lot of concrete, but it's just wild because you know you think about it, and you really got to think about it, like. Like, should we even be playing with that bullshit? You know? And not even playing with it. We're not playing. We're trying to use it to better our lives. And it just should... Nuclear reactors is just fucking crazy, bro. Nuclear bombs is even crazier fucking notion that we fucking somehow managed to turn that into a weapon. And it's just just fucking wild because nuclear reactors, you know... I, I don't believe they're as safe as people say they are. I mean, one little thing that goes wrong, one little earthquake, can you fucking run the risk? One little fucking trip of the power and one little wrong button you push in, and it just, it's all going south. And there is no recovery. Like, I, I don't know how many times when these things, you know, I know, you know, you start your car in the morning. Granted, you could change the battery out, but it's not gonna fucking. It's not like if you go to change the battery out, that the fucking your your hands are gonna melt off because the radiation that pours through that acid in the battery is just fucking all over you and your hands melt. And that's not even the case. But that is not the case with these nuclear reactors. Nuclear reactors just fucking blow up, and there's just nothing that can be done. There's literally nothing that can be done. They have to bury fucking Chernobyl in a sarcophagus years later. But that's even after the fact that they fucking had people had to get on the roof of this fucking place to scrape off pieces of radiated graphite boron elements that just you could not be up there for more than 20 seconds without receiving a lethal dose of radiation. Which is crazy because you watch the videos and you look at people in the fucking... They were a fucking hallway away with no mask, no nothing. And then being told, okay, suit up and go out there and just... You're going to get like three shovels, throw it over the edge, and then run back in. And then they would come in and put take their mask off as if nothing was fucking... And it's wild. To me, that's wild. They dug a tunnel to seal up because they were feeling that the chromium, which is another dastardly, bastardly thing that just exists. If that's not a sign of God to stop fucking with nature, the chromium elephant's foot that exists in there will reign for thousands of years. You will not be able to get, not be able to touch it. There is no machine that can withstand that kind of radiation because the radiation just essentially fries the circuitry. Um, they tried taking machines. The nowhere's nowhere near that fucking thing to, you know, to stop it. And it just... It's just wild that it can't be done. It can't be done. You can't... Chrome, who knows what chromium really is? But it's just... It's a mixture of... Of everything. And it's so... I don't think it's hot anymore. I think it's cooled. But it's so radiated that... You can't be around it... For anything longer than seconds. And it's just... It's just emitting... Power. And see, that's kind of... To me, that's kind of the weird thing... About all of this. The radiation is emitting power... How come we they didn't invent something to suck out that power now that it's melted down and funnel it to some sort of an electrical current? It's got to be something. Unless I'm missing something. Uh, but then again, I mean, I just don't know how do you even install such a fucking device to fucking handle that kind of you know, power, because I'm pretty sure it's wild in there, like, you know, and as far as Ukraine goes, 
We're now like 30, 40 years removed from Chernobyl now. And it's just such a fucking... They just... Nobody wants to even be there. Because they know it's fucking terrible that... The radiation soaked into the ground, but we don't know. I mean, we'd have to bore down into the earth hundreds of thousands of feet and find out if the radiation is slowly seeping in the ground, if it went to the water and got out. I mean, we'll never know. You know, Russia was never going to let that answer spill out, neither is Ukraine. And it's just wild, man. Like, you know, and you're watching, you know, moving from Chernobyl, if you didn't know, the fallout basically was it was the end of the Soviet Union. That broke them, I guess. Uh, rightfully so, because that's just a shot to the fucking... A shot right to the fucking core. Of the heart of the nation. I mean, it's just one of those things that just... It's wild, you know. And, you know, moving over to Fukushima... I don't really blame the president for doing what he did. I, I, TEPCO is at more at fault, if you watch the little documentary but, about it. And to me, TEPCO, I mean, the the workers had to know, like, you're working there. That has to be taken care of because you risk. I mean, I know that, I mean, it, it's hard to say you get put in that situation. You're just working your day job as a fucking, as a guy who checks gauges and makes sure that the mechanical stuff is working. You're not in the control room. But the shit goes sideways. And I mean, what do you want to happen? It's either A, you guys figured it out come up with the best plans I'm sure everybody had to go to school and they start working there had to get a degree in something you got the best engineers on hand I mean granted not everybody was dead but they had to figure out what to do and they wanted to withdraw and say fuck it there's nothing that can be done but meanwhile all of Japan and Tokyo as a, as a whole was just sitting on the cusp of fucking a disaster beyond imagination um in a densely populated country, you know, it's just a disaster beyond compare. And that in Fukushima, there's live videos of that blowing up, but somehow the core is staying somewhat intact. And I think only one of the four cores that actually had issues, only one of them is the really bad one. I think it's Reactor Three. Well, Chernobyl's. I think Chernobyl's Reactor Four, or maybe Three Two. And an even wilder notion. Chernobyl happened and they still kept online three reactors. Which is an absolute horrific notion as well. Like, them people were working in that radiated area like that dog. Man. That's fucking outrageous. I mean... People were not even allowed to return home, let alone fucking. They said well, they sent them there to work and monitor shifts hours at a time. Like, how the fuck you you even get to that, man? Like, I would, you know, that's just some crazy shit. Has to be some of the craziest shit. Now that Chernobyl is now offline, um, completely. I guess it's completely offline like still one of the wildest notions of things that ever happened I mean you can go like I said go to YouTube and look up all about Chernobyl and there's so many videos documentary document documentizing documenting different radiation and nuclear disasters that I mean it's just enough to just blow your mind I mean to me it blows my mind um, and these are top scientists that make one little error and it's just fucking boom and they fucking you know the guy got a fucking proton blast through the, through the face the radium girls um, Three Mile Island you've got I guess Fukushima you've got Hiroshima and Nagasaki you've got the Demon Core I mean there's so many and I just came up on one yesterday where the guy was pouring into a barrel to mix and him and his him and the two other guys I forget the guy's name if it was a uh, I don't know his name but he was holding the container and he took a full blast of like 
I know they said like forty or fifty thousand milliseconds or whatever it is straight to the chest, and then the other guy that was pouring it got it pretty bad, and then the one guy sitting at his desk didn't get it so bad, but I mean, pretty sure he got fucked up too. Uh, I forget the guy's name. It's a Japanese man's name. That I mean, you just gotta look up all the accidents on nuclear. Just look up nuclear disaster and oh, so many things come up. The Bikini Islands. I mean, you know, and I'm not sure. I'd have to research what thi- thyroid is and what thyroid cancer is such a bitch. But I'm not exactly sure what the... I know it has something to do with the throat. And I think that literally has from drinking water or breathing the toxic air that really fucks up your thyroid. And I think that regulates some something... But it's it's totally crazy. And my thoughts overall just on nuclear energy is we need to get the fuck. You see, I think nuclear energy plays a role in space. But we're the scientists have not, and I've talked about this before, the, the sun emits a lot of radiation. And that radiation is is power because the fucking we can do we can translate it to solar energy. My question is, why the fuck are we don't have some big ass like panels in space that somehow absorb that radiation and then beam back an electrical current to like a tower? All that energy has got to be brimming up there in space next to the sun. Beam that shit. Like we do with our cell phones on like a satellite dish, beam that shit to a tower that goes into, you know, a power grid that sends it to like a million houses. See, this is what I'm not understanding. Why why haven't we figured out that technology yet? What the fuck gives? And it's not, I'm not even asking for solar. I want to drain the sun's natural radiation that it occurs somehow. I don't know if it's heat or what kind of power that radiation does, but it radiates something, and something's gotta, we gotta be able to somehow turn that radiation into into an electrical current, without you touching it, so to speak. Um, and I just don't. I mean, I'm not exactly sure why we can't just then just beam the energy like we beam a text message, and in in essentially that's what we're, the cell phones do is. Beam electricity, isn't it? I mean, I'm not exactly sure what a text message is that gets sent up to the satellite and bounces back and relays to in how quick it goes. I mean, I think it's something to do with electricity, and it's just it's just a wild notion, man. But moving on from beyond that, let's talk a little bit about Moon Knight. Um, when I come back, we'll talk a little bit about Moon Knight. Uh, probably, I'll probably wake up and we'll talk about it in the morning. So hang tight. Uh, I'll be right back. <clears throat> okay, I'm back. So let's talk a little bit about the first episode of Moon Knight and what I thought about it. Uh, I thought it was great. Uh, and to me, it kind of reminds me. I, I mean, I know. See, this is to me. This is where Marvel is king of the. They're king of the of the hill right now, and I just I just feel that it's just another cap in their feather that separates them from both they're first and foremost they have to separate themselves from DC Comics you know as being why they're you know gonna be all forever I think just ahead of the pack in that aspect especially in the movies and live action things and then secondly um you know this is a this is a, aside from separating themselves from DC and in remaining in the lead. There's also the layer of that. There's better representation for different peoples and just different lifestyles. It's not always, you know, blonde hair, blue eyed superheroes. I mean, and I take take you got to look at it this angle. Blade uh, had a moment a while ago, and I thought I thought I loved Blade. You know, and not just because he was Wesley Snipes is a cool black dude, 
killing vampires, but the, the movie overall was good. All three of them. Um, but this is, you know, Moon Knight. Uh, you got a character who, see, I didn't, I, I, I've played as Moon Knight in Marvel Ultimate Alliance, which is what I go back to a lot of times. And I kind of think that they're eventually going to get to a Marvel Ultimate Alliance scenario in the movies, which is what I think they're all, what this is all building to. Um, but I kind of feel as if, you know, Moon Knight is a whole different character. I think he, I think they're in England, so I don't even know if he's in New York. I, I think they're like over there, like Europe. Uh, he's also kind of got an Egyptian flavor to it. He's, uh, you know, there's also he, he's obviously he's mentally ill some some to some degree. Might be schizophrenic or maybe he has dementia or could be a lot of things. And I, and I think Marvel was like Marvel hit it out the park with the movie like or the you know the opening series like he you just don't know what's going on and and it comes more into focus at the end like okay well obviously you know he's got multiple personalities Mark Steven and then the Moon Knight it's just one of these things that like and their voices in the head are talking to him uh so I just think that like you know if you suffer from some sort of mental disability if you got a I mean and I don't want to say like a handicap or I don't know the politically correct term is to to say but if you suffer from something you know anxiety or things like that I mean he pretty much is well represented in this opening and maybe you can relate to <clears throat> Moon Knight, the, the character, maybe you got his, and a lot of people I know. See, this is I've heard this before as well. Autism, you know, autism is a subject that's been brought up pretty much. You know, autism awareness. There's a lot of autism awareness going on now that at then before. I mean, people just you know, and I, and I've heard you know, and I don't want to get too political about it but a lot of people are saying it's because of the all the drugs that the kids are being administered when they're young and but I just think you know and I don't know if there's any signs to that I don't think there is I just think most autism over the years has been undiagnosed or they didn't know what it was and now a lot more people kids and the population is getting big too and I think when kids were a little bit different back in the days, like in the 60s, 70s, and 50s, uh, the parents really kept them out of, like, day-to-day activities. They kind of sheltered them in a sense. And then the, you've always heard the stories, well, oh, you know, he grew up, he was kind of all by himself. Well, that was because they were getting bullied and this and that in school. And it was just, was they weren't normal, you know. But now, you know, people have really shown a light on bullying and, and things of the nature. And so autistic kids are a little bit more prevalent in society. Um, but with that, with that, all that said, um, I've also heard that autism is, and there's been, you know, that autism is actually the next evolution in human, in human uh you know, conscious psyche and things like that. I don't know if you've heard that too, but I have that <clears throat> they believe that autism kids are going to be the ones to take the next step in sciences and medicine because their brains just operate differently and they operate, some of them at a higher functionality and what have you. And they see things differently, they see patterns differently. And it's just, I, I've heard that. So it's not too far of a stretch to say that, okay, now you got a superhero who's got some sort of... I'm not, and I'm not saying Moon Knight is autistic, but, you know, I, I understand where they're going there. So they, that Disney wrapped all of that up in, like, one character. And again, I mean, it was a fascinating... It was just fun to see how they, how they laid that out in the episode. Like, you didn't know if he was sleeping... Or if he was waking up from a bad dream. Actually, there's a part of the, the initial series where... The initial episode where he, like, wakes up. And he's going about his day. And 
He thought it was Friday. It was happened to be Sunday. And he completely missed his day. He completely missed everything. And it's like, you know, I thought that was kind of cool to show that. Uh, and then overall, I mean, I didn't know that Moon Knight was doing a lot with the Egyptian gods. So it'd be uh, fun to see that. You know, and I like where they're going. The action sequences that Marvel does are always really good. Uh, especially who was blanked out in the ice cream truck or the cupcake truck or whatever. Uh, and he didn't know what was going on. Uh, the villain looks very, very interesting as well. And it opens up with him putting broken shards of glass in his shoes and then he goes out walking. I mean, bruh. <laughs> it doesn't get any more wild than that. Uh, but beyond that, I mean, the episode was really good. I mean, they didn't, they just barely, you know, just threw stuff out there. Now, I, I'm interested to find out exactly how he became or how he has become Moon Knight because he hasn't, he just is. And they just kind of glance over the fact that he's been Moon Knight for a while because um, of, a, of the cell phone he finds with calls dating back to who knows where for like, it seems like a year or two. So maybe they'll get into exactly how that happened. Um, or maybe not. Maybe they're just going to glance over it like that. But he's been Moon Knight for a minute. Uh, he just didn't know. And now that he's... I think all of himself have become aware. I think that... We'll get more answers. As to how, when, and why... All of that happened. And I can understand why they made it... In, they're going to be a six a six episode miniseries. And I understand why they did like that. Because uh, to do it in the film... They took up like an hour just of what they were doing... In the first episode... And they barely even scratched the the surface there. So we're going to find out a lot about um, Moon Knight coming up in these next couple of episodes. And, and also how he's going to tie in to the rest of the MCU. I mean, I'm, so far it's been pretty standalone-ish in that, act, in that aspect. But Marvel's not going to let a character like that just slip. Um, slip from under its grasp. Well, I expect Moon Knight to be involved with either shield or you know I kind of want like Doctor Strange to show up or maybe even Wanda you know or maybe an eternal it just really depends on you know what happens maybe Sprite shows up uh, but we'll see you know we'll see what happens I mean overall overall I love the I love the music of it uh, they scored it really well it was it was really a really good episode. Uh, overall, I don't know. Let's see how the season goes. But if this was the first episode, I can almost pretty much dot that the rest of the season is going to be really good. Um, you know, it had your classic. It had all your classic moments. You know, your Marvel humor to it. It had a lot of fun parts to it. Great music, great action, and. Um, yeah, it was a, overall, it was just a really good... Re I think it's a really good representation. If you had no idea who Moon Knight was, and you're just watching this, and then, like I said, you you see that it's not, you know, your typical white leading uh, superhero. And then it's also, like, you know, he's got a disability, or he has disabilities. He's got something going on with him. There's obviously... So, I mean, you can kind of connect the dots, you know... Marvel again is hitting another area where they're like, okay, well, we're not afraid to go to this area. And Disney's not really afraid of neither, neither is Marvel. Both of them have the green light. They're like, well, we're gonna just, we're gonna have more females, we're gonna have more people of color, we're gonna have more, uh, you know, more to our catalog. Like, we're gonna involve everybody. Every, every nationality is gonna get their moment, they're gonna get their superhero. I think, you know, every you know aspect of a person like you know like a gay person or a disability person or you know 
you you have inmates being represented. Hatman is in former inmate and ex-con. You know that you've got you've got many different layers to these characters, and I think Marvel folds that in, and you know they're just folding in every every as, aspect of society. So you got to tip your cap to to Marvel and to and to Disney for you know bringing some of these characters to life in that aspect, which I think is is phenomenal because. You know, like Shang Chi brought in a whole market of, you know, there's a market for it. I mean, I mean, as a business standpoint, you want, you know, to touch every every um, avenue of money that there is, and in the, and in a sense, you know, Marvel has all these characters, and Disney's like go for it, and. Basically, they're hitting all the. They're hitting all the. Every. I think Marvel will eventually touch on every type of uh, nationality or ethnicity, and also every and, and every aspect of of human existence that there is. Which is, again, they're, they're separate. They separating themselves from DC, separating themselves from just even other other movies. You know, in general, you know another other entertainment industries so overall it was good I, you know I've been spinning a lot uh, a lot on the diversity of the episode but I kind of feel like the overall the episode was really good probably give it like I want to say about an 8 out of a 10 um, I feel as if it, it would be it would be like a 9 out of a 10 but I just don't know uh, they just kind of I don't know what's going on Honestly, so I mean, there isn't no, there's that, and then just I kind of like, again, I'm, but that kind of is myself. I'm just waiting for another character to drop closely to him, or how he's going to be involved with the rest of the MCU. Because right now he's so distant from the rest of the MCU, um, and not even the slightest bit close to any MCU yet. And it, it's just a yet, but I mean. We'll see what happens with that. Uh, other than that, Moon Knight didn't show up to the last seconds. So, I mean, if you were hoping to see some... I mean, there's a lot of action, a lot of stuff going on in the episode. But Moon Knight doesn't show up to, like, the last, like, minute. And then he's only in there for 30 seconds. So, I mean, those are some of the things that are that weighed down the episode. But overall, it was really good. Um... And I and like I said it could be it could bump it up to like eight and a half or even nine out of ten, based on how it goes, you know, in the next, um, next couple episodes here. So, with that, I'm out, guys. I'll get this episode posted up here shortly, and uh, catch you guys on the next one. Later's.